This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Across the Airwaves with Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago. Tune in the first Wednesday of every month at 12 noon for information on how to better manage breathing problems on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. Welcome everyone to Lung Talk and a Happy New Year to everybody. I hope everyone had a good break over Christmas and we're starting off this new year with um, vigour and excitement. And today I'm really excited to have Ruth Gardner back with us. Ruth's been on the show a few times, but today Ruth's actually going to talk to us about um, the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation and she's actually a board member. So Ruth, welcome along. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Lovely for the start of 2023. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? It's all a bit much, dear. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So Ruth, you're on the board of the Mm. Asthma and Respiratory Foundation. So perhaps you'd like to just give us a little bit of an idea, actually, what that is. Sure, sure. Thank you, Linda. Um, actually, it's a great privilege to be on the board of, and it's it's the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation is what we call an NGO, a non-government organisation. And many of you listeners will know that it was set up initially because there was just no advocacy for people with respiratory disease in New Zealand. And so... Many years, many years, more than um, 50 years ago, we um, a group of like-minded people who had children with respiratory disease gathered together and realised the government wasn't doing enough for people with asthma, and that's sort of how it started, and that really they weren't getting good access to treatments, they weren't getting good access to international trends. And so we, the Respiratory um, Foundation was set up to try and act as a bit of a voice for the needs of people with respiratory disease. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, because it is. And, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. You know, um, you know, every sort of maybe centre might have had a little yeah. organisation. Yeah, but a- having absolutely. someone perhaps that. At, at sort of national level. Yeah. And I think, you know, traditionally how it was set up was we had lots of societies and groups, and of course the Targo was part of that, who were affiliated to the national body. So the national body busied itself with more advocacy work, trying to talk to the government, and local bodies um, like the Targo Asthma Society certainly worked very hard to actually meet with people, provide help on the ground, so to speak. And mm-hmm. in a way that structure hasn't changed dramatically. Our role is more and more trying to change the thinking of how health presented to all New Zealanders. And that's, um, you know, our vision really is that we're going to be the leaders in respiratory health and knowledge so that overall the outcomes for health of, of New Zealanders improves. And, you know, the idea is to perhaps as a vision develop um, the best respiratory health through research, planning, training and education for all those New Zealanders. So yeah. making, you know, bringing to the fore all that overseas research. We, we, New Zealand has lots of research as well, making sure that that then is implemented and used at a local level. That's sort of the, what we're aiming for. Yeah. And um, sometimes we spend a bit of time knocking on the Minister of Health's door because we wouldn't mind a bit of money from the government because we're doing quite a lot of work with um, groups around the country providing services. But... Um, so at the moment we receive no government funding, but we see it as really important that there is a standardised education service, um, resource services that people in New Zealand can have access to. So when someone comes and rings up or goes to the website, they know that the information they may look up, what is asthma, you know, how do I manage my asthma, what are my medicines, they know that information, that pamphlet is research, evidence-based and meets the current best guidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and because that's where it's so important, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, because mm. things have definitely changed over the years, haven't they, yeah. significantly? Yeah, And so, so, you know, yeah. if we had information that was from way back, you know, yeah. 20 years ago, yeah. actually things yeah. have 
really changed a lot. Absolutely. So and, and that's reflected very much in some of the resources we've got, some of the information yeah. pamphlets. You know, we used to do lots of pamphlets and we still do. We have available what is your medicine, what, how does it work? But more and more we realise that asthma and chronic lung disease are diseases of your whole environment. So we have lots of information for people about healthy homes, how to keep well, allergens, how to manage allergens, mm. um, how to manage stress, you know, to yeah. look at that. We've had to start thinking about impact of things like COVID on you know diseases uh, because that does have some impact on people's respiratory disease. Uh, we've been doing just in the last few years a lot of work around vaping. You know, we've, oh, absolutely, because yeah. that's you know a really yeah. big, um, very topical. Yes, yeah. absolutely, yeah. And, and you it, know certainly um, I've, I've noticed mm, in the media yeah. that the Asthma and Respiratory yeah. Foundation yeah. have been so, quite vocal yes. around yeah. vaping, which yeah. is absolutely yeah. great well, to it, see, it's, isn't it? It seems such a tragedy that we recognised very early on that smoking was a problem, and then. We sort of allowed anyone to set up a vaping shop without any knowledge around it. And we certainly acknowledge that there is a role to play for vaping and reducing people smoking. You know, you can use that as a cessation tool with other services. But at the moment, we've got no legislation around how much nicotine goes in vaping products. And, you know, frighteningly, a lot of our young people, um, 25% of our young people are vaping. And at yeah. the ages of eight or nine. I know, and yeah. it's quite shocking because, mm. I mean, a lot of them have mm. nicotine in them. Absolutely. And and Absolutely. that's yeah. the addictive mm. part to it. Mm. I mean, you know, all the things you're breathing mm. in yeah. does damage probably yeah. to lungs. However, yeah. it's that nicotine mm. that they've yeah. put in all these these juices it's, and what, yeah, what absolutely. not. Absolutely. Well, we don't even know what else we yeah, put in because we don't have to say. That's the scary thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened to the world where we were able to ingest freely without anyone saying what was in those products? It's, yeah. it's quite frightening. And even the availability. We've, a lot of our work at the moment has been around raising awareness of vaping shops. I don't, I don't think people in New Zealand realise that there are more vaping shops than chemists in New oh, Zealand. It's which, shocking, isn't it? It's a frightening. And, yeah. and where they are placed... All our viewers will recognise that straight away in low socioeconomic areas and very near schools. They're trying to attract young people. And um, we've been very loud about trying to at least get the government to think about that, Mm. like put in place some mechanism to try and at least reduce the amount of nicotine or cap the amount of nicotine because a lot Mm. of the products have more nicotine than a cigarette, so they hook people in. And also the placement of shops. No, it's not enough yeah. just to have a shop that's R16. Um, you actually need to stop putting it in the front of our young people. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. So, mm. I mean, that's great to see, absolutely. Mm. And it's mm. and it's great some sort of national organisation yeah. is really um, mm. trying to yeah. hold account yeah. Yeah. people yeah. around there. Yeah. So that's something that's really valuable. Mm. But, um, I mean, I understand you've got other strategies that are yeah, really important absolutely. to the foundation. Absolutely. It's um, What we've tried to do as a national body is think about respiratory health overall, and not just asthma, but chronic lung disease. We're interested in people supporting people with bronchiectasis. So a whole range of diseases, but yeah. trying to say, well, what what is the best way of helping support people with asthma? So we've created a sort of a strategic vision, and um, what we've tried to do is make all our work about meeting those strategic goals. And the strategic yeah. goals, of course, are, you know, Increasing Māori engagement. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, stats for Māori are frightening in respiratory. Yeah, yeah no. we, we, we absolutely. Yeah. And it's, mm. you know, often discussed yeah. and talked yeah. about yeah. Um, with Māori and Pacific yeah. people as well, isn't absolutely. it? The um, amount of um, mm. disease, admissions disease to hospital yeah. Um, yeah. for young people. Yeah, yeah. they, they um, stay longer. They present more at hospital. They stay longer. Um, they die more. Um, and frighteningly, they have less... Um, medicines that are actually picked up. So even if they visit only their primary provider, their GP, they're less likely, A, to be prescribed the right medicine than um, 
white Pakia. Um, and also they're less likely even to pick up their prescription. So there's something very wrong with that yeah. picture. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're working quite hard, the yeah. foundation, mm. on, on trying to, you know, ha- how Absolutely. can we, you know, Do make that. people... Yeah. Um, We've had get... some really exciting projects. We, oh, we've had, um, we have a, a programme aimed actually at children, school children, and so it was Sailor the Pufferfish, who's oh, a... Yep. A puppeteer, but we've turned that into Treo. So we've got this yeah. wonderful lady who um, is going around schools and presenting that program in um, Treo. And so that's particularly good for Northland and East Cape. And yeah. it's just a, raising awareness of school children about what is my inhaler, what is asthma, and their parents by default, of course, get that information as well. Yeah. It's been really successful. Oh, great. Um, and we put it online for schools. Over COVID, of course, oh, we couldn't visit. Okay. So yeah. we um, got a grant to turn that into a online school Program and we link that in with um, sort of a healthy schools program we've already ran for schools, um, making schools, um, if you like, certificate themselves about am I safe with asthma? So helping right. schools understand what it's like to have pupils with asthma and what they should do to make sure they understand how yeah. to do that, how to manage an acute episode, do they have an emergency kit, do the children have a plan, you know, what is the school going to do about it? So that's been something really great about engagement with Mari. Mm-hmm. We've certainly had um, a lot of success in producing uh, information bullet um, pamphlets and brochures in Te Reo, so, yeah. um, as well as Tonga and Samoan and Fiji. Um, so we're trying to of course, make that information available. Yeah. I mean, we're very aware that um, a brochure is not the answer. That's not going to teach people about their no, asthma, no. but it becomes a useful resource with someone who's able to present the information and um, as take-home messages. So yeah. um, we thought that was really important to do a lot of our resources in Toreo so yeah. it became accessible for people. So yeah. that's that's been really great. And I understand there's um, also like now videos and yeah, um, absolutely. it's yeah. not just written no, no, information, no, isn't it? You can yeah. sort of get online yeah. and have a look the, the, and yeah. there's information yeah. as well. On the our website, there. yeah. So yeah. Re- it's quite exciting, really. It's been a really interesting area for us to think about strategically. Um, we also did a really interesting plan with um, around vaping. We uh, managed to find some money to help fund um, a worker, if you like, to go into schools around the East Cape and just get a handle on what our young people are doing at Tamariki are doing with vaping. Like, oh, what is the problem? Been, yeah, so yeah. she's been just fantastic, and she's um, and we've managed to get that funded funding extended to um, next year, where we're going to try and visit much more around the Northland schools and Upper Auckland schools. And it's she's what she's trying to do is get a handle on what are young people's views on it. What would they like? What would they see as useful to help them, and what would parents find useful? Because the schools, to be honest, are desperate. They are, oh, okay. you know, if you talk to any school, they're they're um, actually because um, they don't obviously let vaping happen in school, and so they take the vaping tools off the young people when they present at school. But yeah. they, they've got drawers full of them. You know, they it's, oh, they're yeah. overwhelmed by it, yeah. and they're desperate. So we've done a really. Um, well, I think it's great. A great um, vaping messages on their website about you know not just don't start. You know, yeah. trying to encourage young people not to be pressured into starting it. So there's quite a lot of information on the website about um, don't get sucked in. Yeah. So don't start vaping. About information about the vaping. Um, scary how much she's been finding out for us about how easy it is oh, to get the products. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Um, yeah. really valuable, isn't it, mm, to know actually what's valuable. happening on the ground. Yeah. And then yeah. you can mm. look at ways yeah, of actually, absolutely. you know, how do we help yeah. these young people. Yeah. And that's um, certainly informing our opinion about how we are managing um, when we go to the government, to the Minister of Health, the Ministry, about could we do some law changes around where shops are placed? Because young people tell us that actually what makes it so easy is the shop is right outside the school gate. Oh, yeah, right. and oh, lots wow. of pressure. So, yeah. I mean, 
a problem with alcohol as well, which you know, we won't touch on, but the, but <laughs> yeah, the yeah, same sort I mean, of problem. That's it's, absolutely. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Someone needs to advocate for our young people. They themselves are saying they're not they're not happy. They're using it, but they're not happy. Right, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, so well, that's a really it's very interesting. interesting. Yeah, um, yeah it's, thing, great, it? it's a great yeah. part of our strategic vision. Yeah. We also are very keen on um, uh, improving clinical best practice. So that's one of our strategic areas. So when you mean best practice, practice. what does that sure. mean? Yeah. Like? So it's actually making sure that the health provider you go to, your doctor, your GP, your nurse, even your specialist, is using um, information and the right information about the right medicines, the right pathway to help treat your asthma. So, so that's right. Yeah. So the up-to-date sort of yeah, stuff, isn't it, really? It's cha- what an environment has changed. We've got so many more inhalers and, yeah. and different views about how we use things. So we fund um, things like um, uh, pathways and best practice guidelines, which yeah. we use. We don't make it all up again because we've got experts in the yeah, area and absolutely. they're doing it day to day. But we're looking at what's been presented overseas, what's been presented in Europe, what's been presented in the UK and Australia. And we've got a scientific advisory board, which has um, got respiratory physicians, nurse practitioners, physios on it. And we've looked at the COPD area and also asthma and yeah. young people's asthma and we've made sure we've got up-to-date guidelines so if any health professional or any lay person themselves wants to look at that and say well I've got someone with asthma what how do I treat it yeah it's so a stepwise approach of yeah, how to absolutely. do it absolutely yeah. and, and they're available mm. on the website free, aren't they free on the website yeah absolutely widely available and we're very keen on that so obviously we don't be precious about that we want that information out there and being used and in a way, that's why we want it on the website so consumers themselves have access mm. to it and they can say to their GP, you know, well, I've read this, that yeah. if I've got asthma and I've prob- got some problems with symptoms every single day, the recommendation is perhaps I'm an inhaled steroid, not just a reliever. And yeah. ha- that helped prompt better prescribing. Yeah, Absolutely, because it is. It's really important, Absolutely. isn't it, yeah. for, um, mm. for people to be you know, able yeah. to look online and see Absolutely. what's the latest yeah. and actually mm. you know, question things a little bit. Yeah. Because you know, we, we do sometimes yeah. need to just... Yeah. And, we, and we would like to believe that everyone is up to date. And you know, in the medical world, you know, nurses and doctors, and of course they try very hard to be up to date, but information changes so much. So, And we're competing a wee bit with you know, um, advertising from drug companies. So yeah. I think it's a really important role to be printing... Um, guidelines about yeah. best practice, the way to Absolutely. manage asthma, COPD, what's the most sensible and universally understood way of managing those diseases. So I think yeah. it's great that we can be a reputable body and have that information. Yeah, mm, Absolutely. And, mm. So, um, Ruth, we might just have a wee mm, break mm, now sure. and then we'll be yeah. back shortly okay. and we'll do sure. uh, we'll talk more. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Asthma Otago's Asthma Centre is open from 9 till 12 Monday to Friday, offering practical advice on how to better manage your condition. Call in and visit their rooms, have a cuppa and browse through their range of resources, or just have a chat. You'll find Asthma Otago at Dunedin Community House, 283 Moray Place, and you can call them on 471 6167. Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and respiratory disease. Welcome back, everyone, to Lung Talk. And I've got Ruth Gardner with me, who's on the, the foundation, the Asthma Foundation Board. So we're talking Excellent. around the strategies yeah. of the mm. foundation. Yeah, just we've just been talking about you know what the board does. What's the point of it? Like, yeah. I mean, we are based in Wellington, but we'd like to think that our reach is right across the whole country. Yeah. Um, and we certainly affiliate and 
um, with lots of groups who offer respiratory care right through New Zealand. So um, mm. we're very keen to pass on any information we've got so everyone is up to date, not just um, medical practitioners but consumers. And yeah. so one of our strategic visions, of course, is to improve self-management and understanding respiratory care. And that, not just asthma, but chronic lung disease. So yeah. um, we've on our website, you know, we've got... Um, Things like um, self-management plans, which hopefully your listeners are very familiar with, but maybe not. But um, they're just an, an outline of a plan that you, you and your medical professional can work through together to say, for me personally, what happens when I start to get unwell? How do I recognise I'm getting unwell? What can I do about it? And it's a, it's just a, it's, it's written down on a hard copy, but you could link it on your phone. There's some apps we support as well about managing your asthma, manage my asthma. That's something else we support. But it's a way of just you yourself as a consumer understanding how do I recognise I'm getting unwell? What do I do about it? And at what point should I go to my doctor? At what point should I call the ambulance? So yeah. self-management plans, really important part of what we've been trying to promote. And we always up, keep those updated. And they're, of course, available in Tereo and um, Tonga and Samoan. All the yeah. languages, specific yeah. languages, yeah. Mm. And and really encouraged. I mean, if you've yeah. got asthma or COPD, yeah. Yeah. You, you should have an Everyone action plan. Have one. Even, yeah. I mean, we, we would say even a verbal one is fantastic, but actually they're not, they're almost not for you yourself. They're for your people around you, you know, so yeah. that when things get tough, when things start to deteriorate, you pull out this plan, whether it's electronic or whether it's hard copy, and it just helps people help you do the plan that says, so if I've got to the point with my asthma I can't talk in whole sentences, then it'll give me some clear guidelines about how long I leave that, what medicines I take right now, and at that point, good to have someone beside you to help yeah, you with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you did mention around mm. you can now get it on an app. Absolutely. Which is helpful, isn't yeah, it? Because the best of us aren't great at keeping paper no, no, things, are no. we? And, and, you know, sometimes yeah. that disappears. Yeah. And having it, you know, on a, yeah. on a copy on your phone <laughs> where it's easy accessible, yeah. you know, mm. and... Yeah. And they also have, if, if things go wrong, a yeah. bit of an action plan, plan of what yeah. to do when you get really puffed. So yeah. that's helpful for Very other people helpful, yeah. as well, isn't and it? And I mean, absolutely everyone with chronic lung disease or asthma should have something along those lines. And we, if we do it with in conjunction with your health provider, then the GP's got a record as well. But what's really helpful is if you have to present to help the hospital, hopefully that won't ever happen to people, but if you do... There's a record of what your usual is and what's your not so usual yeah. and deteriorating. And that's that's quite individual, but it's really helpful to know as a health professional so we know how to treat you quickly, yeah, and yeah. what works for you. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's really mm. important about, you know, just making yeah. you feel comfortable well, about your lung absolutely. problem, isn't it? Yeah. Because actually sometimes, yeah. you know, people often will come and see well, us and they kind of yeah. don't know what to do. Yeah. And um, yeah. we really want to hand oh, their control oh, over to them, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. And that's what self-management yeah. means basically, yeah. doesn't it? It's Absolutely. You looking after, after your health, yeah. knowing what to do when you're unwell, yeah. you know, knowing how mm. to take inhalers mm. and all those yeah. sorts of things. And let's face it, you are the best person to know what's, yeah, what your asthma is. I, certainly when I worked as a nurse in respiratory, what I found was a lot of people got used to their symptoms. That was a concerning thing. So they would wake two or three times in the night coughing quite badly and think that was okay because it hadn't changed for six months. But actually, that's not okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So it just reminds you yourself what is your normal. And mm. if suddenly your exercise capacity is that you used to always walk up View Street, but now you always go out of the way to avoid it, that's not a good sign, you know, yeah. about your asthma health. So it's trying to put the power back to the person, remind them what they understand is normal. Is there a change in that? You know? mm. Mm. So it's Absolutely. a very important part of work, yeah. So... 
we also run alongside that, and one of our aims is to make sure um, there's better education around for um, health professionals. And so we do the pathways, but we also have run a there's an online course um, nurses, doctors, physios, anyone can do mm. about current best practice about asthma and chronic lung disease. So it's a um, we do charge a small amount of money for it, but uh, it's an online course to update um, all health professionals about yeah. what currently is best practice. And we see that as really valuable because it just Absolutely. brings it to the fore and reminds people. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, that's a pretty exciting thing as well. Pretty exciting initiative. You know. Yeah. Excellent. And then yeah. you also hold conferences we do, every now yeah. and again. So it was a slightly different over the COVID. COVID yeah. But however, no, hopefully. So, um, yeah. There will be a conference, of course, next year. Uh, sorry, this year, actually. Oh, we're, my gosh, we're there yeah. already. So, <laughs> um, which is pretty exciting. Um, it's going to be a big year, actually, for the foundation because we're also able to run the Achievers Award once again. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So we, we haven't had the Achievers Award for a couple of years because of um, COVID, of course, but it's a real opportunity to um, invite people who have got lung disease to celebrate the fact that they're actually doing really, really well with their yeah. lives. And we've had some fantastic stories of young people, old people who, despite the fact they've got quite serious lung disease, doing extraordinary things, you know, running marathons, you know, even just children who are still getting to school every single day, even though they struggle with really severe asthma. And it's a great, a really exciting opportunity where we get everyone together and we we give an award, we talk about their stories, we celebrate their stories. And, um, you know, our patron who, of course, is the, um, you know, Cindy... um, uh, Creo, our, our um, Governor General, you know, oh, she's okay. often there to help present it. And it's just, it's really a lovely time to be able to celebrate people who are doing things well, because, of course, we often hear about people where things have gone wrong. So yeah. it's, it's yeah, quite so exciting. It yeah. So that's mm. exciting, so, isn't it? Yeah. So that's going to be something a bit exciting in February. And the conference, of course, is in November ne- this year, um, which is great. Yeah. Absolutely. And there'll be, a, of course, a you know, busy year. Uh, there'll be a better breathe September. We always try and celebrate World Asthma Day. and that's trying to um, just encourage people to have a think about it and remind themselves um, you can do anything, even if you've got asthma, you know, yeah. run marathons. Um, you know, it's, it, it shouldn't limit you. And um, that's what we're trying to promote. That, yeah, great. You know, and live a good life. I suppose, Ruth, do you do mm. involved in research? Is that- yes, we, we support research. And yeah. um, so we don't do it ourselves because we just don't have capacity. Yeah. And there's yeah. some great researchers in New Zealand. And so we all help, we, um, help raise money, donate money and promote what they've done in terms of research. So um, just in the last couple of years, that's, that's changed a wee bit because of the COVID thing. But um, as we have funds available, we're very keen to support oh, research right. into current thinking of asthma. Yeah, yeah. And um, I suppose you'd call the appointment of our, our field worker talking about vaping a bit like research because how do we know it's a problem until we find it out? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So and clearly mm. you've um, talked about lobbying government. Mm, and yeah. I know that's a big mm. yeah. part of your um, of the foundation's role, absolutely. isn't it? Yeah. To really keep respiratory yeah. health mm. out oh, there yeah. and, and absolutely. you know, uh, yeah. because, you know, mm. it's not been one of their focuses. No, no. And it's one yeah. of those things yeah. that we need to mm. focus on, yeah. isn't it? And this has certainly been now there's a new health authority up in action. Um, that's been our real focus, that talking to the ministry and the minister about how important respiratory health is yeah. and how we can't lose sight of that. And I think also the, this awful thing we have in New Zealand postcode lottery, you know, everyone would think diseases like COPD should have the same level of care across the country. And that's why we produce the pathways and the best practice guidelines. But it's not enough just to produce those. You want on the ground 
action to follow that. So yeah. for there to be rehabilitation available in every region in New Zealand, and that's yeah. where we can really advocate advocate for that sort of thing at mm. government level, that mm. that should be a requirement of people. You know, Absolutely. That's just standard practice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good mm. that you know people know that it's around mm. so mm. they can ask for it. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. it's, so that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. That's been great, Ruth. Thank yeah. you so much for coming oh, along and sharing your time. I think we're kind of run out of time, unfortunately. Yes. We could probably talk for a lot we longer about yeah. what the foundation yeah. is yes. about. But they have a really great mm. website. Yep. And absolutely. so their website is asthmafoundation.org.nz. Absolutely. And um, you can just pop that into mm. Google and look that mm. up. They have lots of information there. Yeah. Um, and there's also links to other places, yes. you know, and yep. also to other yeah. um, agencies yeah. as well. And as we work very hard to make that information current and accurate. So, you know, you yeah. can be assured that what you find on our website is the best thinking and latest practice yeah wonderful Mm. thanks Mm. everyone so that's lung talk for another another month yeah thank you everyone bye-bye Asthma Otago's Asthma Centre is open from 9 to 12 Monday to Friday offering practical advice on how to better manage your condition call in and visit their rooms have a cuppa and browse through their range of resources or just have a chat You'll find Asthma Otago at Dunedin Community House, 283 Moray Place, and you can call them on 471 6167. Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and respiratory disease. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.